Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's, guys, it's been a lot. We are so busy. Mm-hmm. And the universe is just like finding fun ways to laugh at our lives mm-hmm. with structure and chaos and all the things. <laughs> not that you care. Uh, maybe you do. Maybe you care that we're having a good time or not. But since life's been crazy, mm-hmm. I have managed to read one book. Yes. And it's the book we're actually talking about in our book talk talk next. Yes. So I don't want to go too into it. No. But I did finish Divine Rivals. Yes. I enjoyed it. I Ish. very much enjoyed it. Oh, actually. you really liked it. I really liked it. Sarah I, lit up. Yeah. I thought it was so like, so the premise is like magic meets like journalists. And I was like, this yeah. is so fun because it felt like real life, but it felt like magic-y and I was really here for it. Yeah. And it, I like, I knew it was YA going in. So like, I don't know if that mentally prepared me also mm. for like, it's not like a spice, like romance, yeah. that kind of thing. But yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. I, I don't, I think maybe I pulled a U and I didn't read the back. Yeah. So I had no idea what I was walking into. Mm-hmm. So I liked it, but it wasn't like my favorite. Yeah. But we'll get into that yes. in our mini so this week a lot more. Yes. But that's sure. what I've accomplished. That's a good accomplishment. One book down. You're moving, you're unpacking, you're all the things. We're surviving. One book is fantastic. Yes. Um. What about you? Have you read anything else? Yeah. Sarah's about to list like five books she's no, read. No, <laughs> not five. No. So I read Divine Rivals too, obviously yep. preparing for this week. Um, but I also read um what's it called? I read Icebreaker. Oh, how the was one it? that's been like all over TikTok for forever. I was like, I need to read this book because yeah. we got her arc for the second book. Yeah. That's like in the series, but it's like a standalone sort of. Um, I loved it. Aww. I was like, I see what the hype is. Like Aww. Stassi and Nate. I love them so much. Oh my goodness. Okay. Now I have to read this. It was so good. I really, I loved it. So I think I, I forestarred it. I thought it was so good. Aww. So I just loved it. They were, they were a perfect couple. Now I see what the hype is about. So there we go. It made me super happy that the hype was worth it. I love it when book talk doesn't lie to you I know so (laughs) I felt like this was like a good one I was like I've been needing a good like romance like yeah good one so I was very happy that it lived up to what I was hoping for that's exciting I know um so that's it just the two books so just the two just the two I know (laughs) no biggie um, but you want to do announcement corner? <gasps> announcement corner. Wait, is that what you called it? Yeah. Is that okay. ish? Ish. Whatever. Whatever. Um, announcement corner. Announcement corner. Reminder: We are doing our live Q and A this weekend yeah. for all of our Fay and Fam members of Patreon. So if you haven't signed up, please sign up. Come mm-hmm. join our live Q and A. Super fun. We love it. We love you. Yeah. And send us your questions if yes. you're a part of that. We'll take them live, but we like to have like a pre-stock just to get us going at least at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So 
really excited to talk with you guys again. Yes. Um, and speaking of Patreon, what a perfect segue. Mm. We have two new fam members. We do. So fam is our top tier, $5 a month. These people are amazing. They get to take part in our live Q&A and also book club, which yes. is so exciting. Um, so thank you to Jasminda H and JMZ initials mysterious i like it i like it um but thank you both so much we are so grateful for you supporting us in this way and thank you to all of our other um fam fan fay patreon members we appreciate and love you all but extra love yes to our fam mm-hmm. um okay any other announcements no i think that's it yeah le- we're we're focused this yes. week we're diving <laughs> in Um, So this week, um, we're doing chapters 57 through 61, and we're calling this episode, It's a Party, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's a party. It is a party. There is so much going on. Oh, yes. Um, All right. Should we just dive in for 57? Let's do it. So Bryce vents to hunt, and Rune and Day make a plan to meet. What'd you notice? I said it's like a freaking Cinderella moment, and it's making me so happy. They're like planning a Cinderella moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. And like, I just can't wait to figure out who Day is. Yes. I, obviously, this is not our first time reading this book. Correct. When we first read this, Mm -hmm. I remember us in our group chat mm-hmm. sending so many ideas of like is day this person is day this mm-hmm. person like we had like 10 different ideas of who day could be and yeah. a whole theory as to why each person could be day mm-hmm. and i just i remember still being so shocked i was who day floored. actually i was, was floored it totally was not my guess it was andy's guess though oh was it andy andy was like yeah of course i knew who it was i was like what 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 do you mean you <laughs> knew like Oh, I of had course. zero clue. I yeah. was completely blindsided. Me by personally it. was also totally blindsided. Yes. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Giving nothing away for no. the people reading along. <laughs> but mm, who is Day? It is not as obvious. No. I think. Unless me, you're Andy. Uh, unless you're Andy, yeah. <laughs> is this a riddle moment? I know. <sighs> okay. So chapter opens up. Really sweet, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um you know, hunt, hunt where we left off. Hunt was told he was a prince. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, so I'm a prince now. And she's like, she's so um, like worried about like what her mom is going to say about it, what happened. And Hunt's response of, what about you, Bryce? Your mom can deal with it. I can deal with this, believe it or not. But are you okay? And I was I like, know. well. He was so sweet. Just like letting her, like she's been holding those emotions yeah. since she found out. And yeah. she just finally like is able to just break down and like let him comfort her. Yeah. And I love that. And he's doing it well. Mm-hmm. Just Very much happy. so. But she's so upset. She's just like, I feel so stupid for having walked into his net. He's a snake. And now he's like legally my king. And there's a part of me that's like, well... Actions have consequences, mm-hmm. Bryce. Like, you wanted to use the princess power. Right. You can't always just be impulsive and think there's no repercussions for you. Right. So. But at the same time, I am like... It sucks, yes. It does. I, like, I see why you're upset. But, but then on a third fold, I'm like, is it that bad to be a princess? No, it's not. She needs to get over you it. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, if it was me, I'd be like, oh, darn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But Hunt says he will fight the Autumn King with her if that's what she wants. So sweet. I know. So they're, you know, trying to think of, like, 
ways to get out of this. And it says her fingers curled around the nape of his neck. He loosened his grip, pulling back to scan her face. Starlight and fire spark there. Tell me that look means you came up with some brilliant yet painless way out of this. He said, she kissed him softly. You're not going to like this. I am excited. I'm so excited. I'm like, what? And concerned. How do you always have a plan, Bryce? Like, how do you instantly (laughs) come up with plans? And it's just like, she gets that look, that look. And he just knows. All right, so then we pivot to Rune, and he's chatting with Day. Mm-hmm. And they, when they last spoke, they did not end on a good foot. No. Like, she was kind of really reeling into him, and he was getting very, like, self-deprecating. Yes. And um, it's he he's very short with her. He goes, anything for me? And instead of answering, she goes, that question, she goes, you're angry with me. And he goes, I don't care about you enough to be angry with you. And I was like, damn. That's harsh. Rune. Mm-hmm. Like, I know your feelings are hurt, but like, mm-hmm. ouch. And she just goes, liar. And he says, well, what Like, what the fuck do you want me to say? Right. And so, like, clearly they've, you know, there's been some hurt here. Yes. And I'm like, Rune, you don't need to be rude. Mm-hmm. But she really, like, owns yeah. what she did and apologizes for it. Mm-hmm. What else do you notice? Just that, like, I, it makes me feel so bad for her. Like, I, whoever this girl is, she's like, you know, do you know when I last spoke honestly with someone, when I last spoke to someone as I do to you, as close to my real self as I've ever been? And it's just like, it makes me feel bad for her that she has to, like, put on this whole facade every day. Yeah. For just to protect herself. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't know who she is. Like, I feel bad. Too deep into spy world. I know. Sad. Yes. Um, and, but then like, it was kind of surprised me. He like wants to ask her a question and of all the questions he asked, like, you know, what takes, a, what makes somebody a good leader? And I was like, this is not where I thought this conversation was going. Yeah. It did feel a little random. Um, but you know, he's like, he's just trying to figure out like, is the autumn King, like a good leader, like who would replace the Asteri? Like, would he be a good leader? Like, so I know he's got like all these pondering questions, but like just caught me off guard that that was what he wanted to ask day. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, Day tells him, like, I'm not used to this sort of thing. Friendship. You consider me a friend, he asks. And she says, in a world full of enemies, you're my only friend. Sweet and sad. I know. Everything about her, it's like both things. Right. No friends. No, like, you're not yourself. I was like, what? That's a miserable life. Yeah. It makes me really sad for her. Poor Day. I know. Um, But, yeah, then they plan their Cinderella moment. Yeah, so, you know, she makes a comment about, like, you know, she's going to come visit. And he goes, like, when are you going to be here? Mm -hmm. And she says that she's going to be at, like, the autumnal equinox. She's going to be at that ball for the archangels. And he's like, I'm going to be there. Like, Mm -hmm. let's meet in person for the first time. And so they plan to meet at this fountain on the western side at midnight and the like code word is he'll say day and her response will be night. And like, that's how they'll know. But I was like, that's a terrible like code name. I was like, I feel like that's one of those like, um, oh, what like word association yes. I was like, if somebody said day, I'd be like night. Like, I feel right. Like, right. I feel like it could be it's not the best code <laughs> like word. Like you could have just thought it was like a game. Like right. if you, Sarah, if you randomly came up to me and you were like day, mm-hmm. I'd be like right that's like that's like a a game show yes i was like these these are not the safest code words like i could easily anticipate somebody (laughs) responding night like we could have been a little more creative yeah that's too funny that's just my initial thought too funny yeah but that's yeah that's how the chapter ends and they they're gonna do it i know 
And oh my gosh, she says, she asks him like, why? Like, mm-hmm. why do they want to meet? Or why does he want to meet her? And he just goes, you know why? And she says, yes. And I'm like, oh, you love each other. Let's do it. Yes. Okay. Chapter 58. Mm-hmm. I did not mark much in chapter 58. Yeah. Um, The party celebrating Celestina and Ephraim's mating begins with a bang. I Would said, you oh my freaking gosh, Bryce is so ballsy and Bryce. so brilliant. Like the fact that she played Crazy. by the rules, but still bested the Autumn King on this one. I yeah. was like, this is how you do it, Bryce. She's clever. She is clever. Mm-hmm. Um, So we kind of like fast forward in time. It's two weeks later and Hunt is dressed to the nines. Mm-hmm. I love Hunt in a tux. I love Hunt in a tux as well. Personally. And then Bryce's outfit is also gorgeous. Yes. And she's in her first like princess outfit correct which i think if it wasn't dictated by the autumn king she would also be obsessed with but she's a little cranky about Mm -hmm. because there was rules all the rules right um and so they leave to go to the party Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where we end up and everyone's there and it's almost like a i don't know like a show yeah is being put on Mm -hmm. well so cormac and bryce are technically there together yeah and hunt is the plus one yeah which is awkward it's very awkward i was like i can't imagine that being anywhere near comfortable and it's like how does she get a plus one to bring somebody who's not her so it's a little weird it's a little weird um but like i just made me like hunt's like checking himself out which i thought was like really cute but he's like thinking <laughs> like what would his mother make of his of this male in the mirror he wished she were here not only to see him but to know that all she'd struggled to provide had paid off to know that he could take care of her now stop it was just like this is like such a sweet emotional unexpected moment and i love it so much that was very sweet it made me very happy Mm. um but yes so now fast forward we're at the ball runes there with hypaxia which Um, makes sense they're betrothed and their plus one is ethan as the backup i was like (laughs) did we just all come in groups of three tonight apparently um but he's just like thinking about day and it's so cute to me that he's he's just like like, so excited so excited to meet her um, and then you've got like fairy in there, but he's stuck with the river queen's daughter who mm-hmm. he was forced to bring, which I was like shocked that she's there because I feel like she never goes anywhere. Yeah. I'm surprised her mom let her out. I know. And he has to like, you know, stand with her the whole time. So he doesn't look too happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when Bryce and Cormac arrive with hunt in tow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and like the autumn King and the Avalon King are going to greet them because that's what you do. Yeah. Well, you go to your King first. But they just sidestep him and go straight to Celestina and Ephraim. Yeah, a total snub. Total snub. And, like, Flynn's parents are there. And, like, they're <laughs> the ones that get focused on is, like, this is, like, how could they disrespect the fake kings right. like this? And then we find out that Tristan's not even there. And I was just, like, <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so they go up to Ephraim and Celestina and, you know, they're essentially saying, like, you know, best wishes. We're so happy for you. And Celestina says, we like extend like our best wishes to you too. And Bryce takes this moment to say, thank you. Prince Hunt and I plan to be quite happy. And that's when everyone's like, what? Mm -hmm. And so A, she called Hunt Prince Hunt. Mm -hmm. And then B, she then verifies to everybody that her and Hunt are mates. And so that's why he's a prince. And so Cormac wasn't in on this. So Cormac's pissed. The father, the Autumn King, I don't know why I called him the father. Her father is pissed. 
um, because she's just announced this in front of Celestine and Ephraim, and then they recognize it. They're just like, congratulate. She goes, I congratulate and bless you and Hunt Athelar, Bryce Quinlan, which is as good as law, essentially, yes. at that point. And so Bryce kind of like finagled her way mm-hmm. out of this Cormac engagement and into her and Hunt being solidified. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Brilliant. But like, why did she not tell Cormac? Like that was a little messed up. I thought that was a big dick move. I was like, you planned this for two weeks. And like, you guys were just in a limo together. Like give him a heads up. Right. Like you have made an alliance. Like you guys are working together. Like he's doing you a favor also by being here. Like you could just give him a heads up. Yeah. I thought that was, yeah, kind of crappy, but it is what it is. Yep. And so everyone's just like shocked, but there's not much else you can do about it. Bryce Mm -hmm. just kind of walks off. She, you know, checks in with Rune and Rune's also just kind of like, what? But yeah. everybody's watching, so they have to keep it cool. Yes. And he does tell her that I'm really glad you're my sister, which was kind of sweet. All the feels. Anywho, what else did you notice? That was really it. I mean, that's like, I mean, yeah, it's just the party starts and, you know, Celestina and Ephraim are thanking everybody for attending when mm-hmm. the screen like comes down and yeah the fact i all whenever technology comes into play i know it always throws me i know but then it's like you know the screen shows the asteri the guests of honor and they're just like scanning the room and i just find it like so creepy that they're always like i'm like why don't they ever come to anything that's a good question i don't i'm just like why video chatting yeah they always video chat (laughs) i don't know but yeah maybe you would like video chat is so intense for everybody i wonder Mm -hmm. if in person is like people are like passing out and like maybe i don't know because they're always talking about like how they can feel the power through the video right so it's like maybe yeah i wonder if in person is like way too intense it's totally possible but yeah, but yeah that's how the chapter ends all right chapter 59 the asteri pay a visit mm-hmm. sisters meet for the first time and rune goes to meet day I thought Hypaxia was so brave and just like so strong for wanting to go and meet her sister, but she's like not intimidated by Pollux, which I love. And like, she's actually trying to make conversation with Lydia, even though she's like trying to brush her off. It feels like she was actually trying. Yes. Because at first when she says like she was dreading this, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, does she not want to? Right. But then she acted like she was trying. So I just. Yeah. I don't know. I thought she was very brave. I thought so. So. It starts off with the Asteri. Mm-hmm. Everybody's terrified. Mm-hmm. They congratulate Celestina and Ephraim because this is their party. Right. Um, but apparently they overheard mm-hmm. what had just happened with Bryce and Hunt. Right. And they congratulate them as well. Yeah. So like any kind of backtracking the Autumn King was hoping for is like way gone. Right. At this point. Regula says, so many happy unions tonight. It is our wish that you all partake in the revelry go and celebrate death's day in peace and then they peace out Mm -hmm. so what a way to kick off a party yeah well and i like we get to know another one of the asteris names and that made me think i was like do we know any of the other asteris names like we know regulus but have we been Mm. told the other asteri because we learned that the southern star who sits on his right is awkward how do you say it Akrartus, Akrartus, whomever. But we have. So, so we learned another name, and I was like, "Do we know the other Asteri? I don't think so. I don't think we do. But yeah, it just made me. Huh? Mm-hmm. Why are we getting this name? Always suspicious. Always suspicious when it comes to a name. It's me. <laughs> 
Um, but anyways, that was just, I just needed to call that out. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so the Asiri like leave their screen and Mm -hmm. then the party begins. Yeah. The Autumn King calls her, um, a little bitch, Mm -hmm. which I can't imagine calling my daughter that. No, but it's not (laughs) like he's really treated her like a daughter. I know. But then there were moments where I was like, are you? I know. But I mean, she totally screwed all of his plans. Yeah. So especially when we had learned that he wanted her in Avalon to be safe from the Asiri. Right. So like there was actual good intention behind it. In theory. In theory. So he said. Right. But alas. Alas. Um, um, so they hit the dance floor. Yes. So sweet. I know. And he tells her, he says, everything that ever happened to me, it was all so I could meet you, Quinlan. Be here with you. I'm yours forever. So sweet. I know. And she says, everything I am is yours. I just love that. They're I love like, a dance floor moment. They're just so happy. Like for every good reason to be. Like, I mean, they're together officially, like blessed by the Asteri and yeah. the Archangels. So they deserve this. They deserve to be happy right now. Mm. Um, okay, then we shift to Hypaxia and her and Rune are also dancing. Mm-hmm. And they're both like scanning the crowds, but Rune notices that she's scanning the crowd and is right. like, wait are you looking for like we know right. rooms looking for day who's hypaxia looking for mm-hmm. question Very the answer so. mm-hmm. behind her sister yes um and she's just like she, she wants to go meet her but she's like she's like i guess i'd rather do it sooner rather than later so there's not like all this anticipation building and yeah. um She's just, like, wondering, like, what's going to happen. And Rune, like, I think Rune's right in that he's, like, she's not going to cause a scene. Like, if she doesn't want to talk to you, she's just going to ignore you. So it's, like, that's the worst thing that's going to happen in this case. Yep. Which I was, like, that's, there could be worse things, so that's not that bad considering it's the hind. Right. So, um, but, yeah, Hypaxi just wants to meet her because she's never met her before, which I was, like, wait, you've never met her before? apparently not i like i didn't i don't think i realized that until i reread this that they yeah. had never met before i just thought that was crazy it is because i guess pretty like wild i mean the hind started showing signs of shifting when she was like three and she's hypaxia's older sister so i guess that makes sense if she left at three years old yeah. she never really would have met her um but yes so, so they approach mm-hmm. and it's just and she calls her lydia which makes sense mm-hmm. it's her sister but right. They basically, she's like Lydia and she's like Hypaxia and they're just kind of staring at each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And Hypaxia says, I wish to formally greet you, sister. And Lydia's only response is, now that is a name no one has ever called me. I'm just like, could we act like we're excited? Just like, just like a little smile, like a little something. (laughs) And it actually specifically doesn't say anything about how she said that it just says Lydia said which I thought was interesting mm-hmm. but Pollux is like sneering right. at her so I'm like mm, it's probably not good vibes mm-hmm. and Hypaxia says it is a name that I hope we can both hear more often and the hind basically just says perhaps and mm-hmm. it's like a dismissal and an insult simultaneously yeah um, but Hypaxia is not deterred no she keeps trying it's, it's so impressive she's like asking is she like legit enjoying Lunathian um and, you know, Pollux is still there and kind of being a tool, um, which is funny because he's called the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she she asks him to leave mm-hmm. and Rune kind of like bows out as well so they can have a private conversation, which will hopefully mm-hmm. go better than what's happening now. I think Hypaxia thinks like if she doesn't have to put on a show for the the hammer, maybe she'll be more amenable. Maybe. But, but she like looks back at Rune because he was supposed to 
help her with this conversation and right. he just like dips out but it's like i get it like first off he wants to find day but yeah. second off like this is a private moment like yeah. she should be able to just talk to her i think it made sense with him slipping away i think so too but we are approaching midnight yes so gotta go meet day yes and he goes to the fountain and who should be there but the harpy yeah, she goes looking for someone, and it says a female voice crooned, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, because his stomach it like bottoms out as he beheld a masked figure before him. The harpy stood in the shadows beyond the fountain, as if she'd been waiting. Is it the harpy? I was like, is the harpy day? No freaking way. There's no way. No way. Okay, chapter sixty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rune's meeting goes awry, as does Bryce and Hunt's attempt to hook up. Holy freaking heck. Like, <laughs> so is Tina and Hypaxia? Never would have guessed it. Never. Never. I did not see that one coming. Like That one all. was a huge surprise. Yes. I was just like, what? I'm like, did anybody guess this? Because I'm always curious. Like, all these things that happen in this book. I'm like, yeah. am I just the only one that didn't see it? Or is it yeah. that like, is it glaringly obvious and I'm oblivious? Yeah. Like, what? But no, I did not see this one coming. No. And I was convinced mm-hmm. that either of them could have been day. Yes. So oh, I, I was remember too. Mm-hmm. when I read this, I was like, neither of them can be day then. Right. Be- like, they're both ruled out because A, they weren't going to meet Rune at midnight. Right. And B, they're into each other. Like, right. No one's into Rune. Right. So it's like, wait a second. No, those were my two top choices. Yeah. For day. And I was like, day Shot it. down. I was like, at this point, I was like, I have no clue who day is. Yes. Ugh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Rune, he mm-hmm. sees the harpy. Yes. And he uses the code word day. And she goes, what's that supposed to mean? And it's like, oh. Yes. Breath of relief. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's not day. Right. Thank goodness. Right. But then also shit i'm an idiot she's here mm-hmm. this isn't safe anymore right and i gotta peace out right he's like why why did i even try to do this like we could easily get caught like this like he's right. just like going down the rabbit hole this was the Which, worst idea i don't i did not think it was a bad idea i don't think it's, it's a, bad a party idea. there's a bajillion people you're right. interacting with people you normally wouldn't right i really don't think it was that bad of an idea i don't think it's that bad i of think an it was idea. just unlucky yeah unlucky or it's like maybe not pick such a place that like nobody goes to unless you have a specific reason to be out there like nobody's just meandering by the fountain (laughs) like maybe we pick like oh by the drink table at this time and say something drink-ish related and have a cutesy comeback so that it's like makes a little more sense yeah that's just my head like well you're a better spy than rune is apparently yeah rune's a terrible (laughs) spy terrible spy um but i figured day would have been more like on board with creating a better plan but anyways yeah i'm getting sidetracked but so also the harpy's not the only one there because he goes up the stairs to leave and the hind is now there so she apparently abandoned that conversation with hypaxia pretty quickly right to follow him and Mm -hmm. like so it's like shoot like if he if day had come like he really would have been screwed yeah you have both the harpy and the hind this dynamic duo right eyes on him Mm -hmm. dangerous for sure yes um, okay, then we pivot to Hunt and Bryce. Mm-hmm. And they're going to hook up, which yes. like I get it. Yes. I feel the vibe. It's absolutely totally happening. There's a broom closet. Right. I think it's a coat closet. Coat, but you're right. Sorry. There's a coat closet. <laughs> and they're gonna go hook up in the coat closet. Mm-hmm. But it's locked. Right. And they're like, Oh, the coat closet's locked. Like, let's Hunt's like, mm, let me show you my big muscles. Right. Like, I can bust this open. And I think it I, I understand his logic of like 
oh, it's locked because they're like protecting the coats or something. Right. And they burst through. And it's not that they were protecting the coats. It's because it was already occupied. Yeah. By Celestina and Hypexia. Yeah. What? I, like, shock. Total shock. Just mind blown. I was like, <laughs> like one boob out. I was like, oh, girl. Yes. Oh, you poor girl. I'm so sorry. But. Yeah. And it's like, they're all like, I think the four of them are just like, <laughs> <laughs> like totally just staring at each other in shock. Everybody's yeah. freaking out. And it's like, okay, so instantly like they're inside. They close yeah. the door. Yep. Which I do think it's funny that they entered fully and then closed the door instead right. of just like stepping back and like right. leaving them alone. Well, I mean, I think like. Hun probably realizes this is an archangel. I cannot just abandon post here. Like I need to like work this out or I'm about to die. And his archangel also. Right. So maybe there's a little bit of loyalty there too. Right. So, but also it's like, it's one thing to walk in on someone hooking up that, you know, yes, is going to be hooking up. Like if you accidentally stumble in on Bryce and Hun, you're like, Oh, right. my bad. Or like Celestina and Ephraim. You're like, Oh, sorry. Right. But it's like the fact that it's like a surprise secret couple. Cause both mm-hmm. are with other people. Technically yes. engaged to men. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Very surprising and confusing. Yes. So, um, but yeah, like as soon as they close the door, like Celestina starts glowing with power, like, like hunt yeah. knows like she's about to obliterate them and he starts like sizzling like his power up yeah. as well and it's like hypaxia and bryce are trying to like be super <laughs> cool and casual like <laughs> keeping everybody like from killing each other yeah. um and bryce like eventually tells them she's like you know in case we need to clarify we aren't going to say anything right i loved how bryce the approach bryce took with this mm-hmm. where it was like us women need to stick together. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really liked her quote. She said, we're allies, not only politically, but as females who have had to make some shitty hard choices, as females who live in a world where most powerful males see us only as breeding tools. And she says, I'm no one's prize mare. I took a gamble with this idiot and luckily it paid off. And I just want to say that if you two want to make a gamble with each other, say fuck it to the arrangements with Ephraim and Rune, then I'm with you. We'd have to go against the Asteri. But look what I did tonight. Whatever I can do, whatever clout I have, it's yours. But let's start by walking out of this closet in one piece. I just thought she handled that with such grace. Yes. And... In uniting them as mm-hmm. allies. Yeah. She so effectively diffused that situation. She did such a good job. And I think Hypaxia was already on that same page, but mm-hmm. I think Celestina now was like, oh. Mm-hmm. And I think Bryce had done a good job of laying groundwork ahead of this of like, yeah. hey, like, mm-hmm. we could be allies. And it just reminds me of those fire sprites and what they said, where mm-hmm. it was like, you know, princesses need to be allies with yeah. other princesses or whatever that it, yeah. it was. I was like, this is the kind of mm-hmm. moment where that is kind of born. Yeah. And it's like Hunt's watching this. And as like she's saying all this, he's thinking like she's more than a princess. Mm, like, I'm like, yeah. he thinks she's a queen. She's a queen. Yes. But she's queen giving guys. queen energy in this. Like for she sure. Is. In that conversation, queen energy for yeah. sure. Um, And so Bryce like loops her arms with Hypaxia and like she walks Hypaxia out of the broom closet, yep. coat closet, <laughs> <laughs> um which like smart like let's separate the couples yep. like it makes sense if hunt would walk out with celestina because yep. he's in her triari like yep. this was a bryce very- and hypaxia have been seen together multiple times right it's so good plan yep um and you know celestina asked she's like there's a fine line between prince and slave too you know and 
I guess she doesn't ask. She tells him. <laughs> um, he says, I know. And she says, then why accept the burden? And he says, she's worth it. Love is a trap hunt. She says, one I can't figure out how to free myself from. Which I was like, what? Okay. That's a weird comment. She, and he says, you want to be free of it? She says, every single day. Oh. I was like. That makes me sad. That makes me sad. I was like, you love hypaxia. Why do you not want to love hypaxia? I mean, I guess There's because so of your. There's so much pain. Oh, also. That made me so sad. It's depressing. But it's like they truly now have seen each other. So it's like as terrible as Micah was, like Celestina, even if she might be bad politically or whatever, like hunt knows who she is yeah so i feel like there's going to be such a stronger bond because of I it think so too so i don't know um okay so this chapter kind of wraps up with therian actually mm-hmm. um so he's with the river queen's daughter like you said and i think i feel so bad for her because mm-hmm. it's like she's just like in awe right she's having a great time she wants to meet therian's friends right and he's like they're busy yeah no and he's like so disinterested yes and i just feel so bad yeah is that just me no like i feel bad for her and it's like it's crazy that it took therian this long to notice it it's like he's been with her for like 10 years yeah and he's looking at her and he's thinking like she looks so eager so like wanting to dance and it's like he's like i am not doing that for her like i've been stringing her along for 10 years like what am i am i even better any better than the river queen yeah like in regards to treating her and i was like I mean, you're not wrong. Like, I don't think you're treating her any better than the River Queen is. Nope. Like, the poor thing, like, just wants to go have fun, be in love, like, yeah. have friends. And you're literally holding her back. Yeah. So he's just like, you know, I'm going to end this. Like, I'm I'm going to stop doing this, which I was like, good for you for finally taking the initiative. Yeah, but, like, can you? I don't know. I mean, he goes and he, like, he winds up getting one of her guards that's, like, obviously super interested in her to, like, yeah. dance with her. Yeah. So, and I'm sure she's loving it. Yes. She's having a great time. Yeah. He goes off. He hooks up with a random, what is it, like leopard shifter? Yeah. But I just, I can't help but think about like, what is the River Queen going to say? Right. Like, what's going to be the outcome of this? I don't know. I'm nervous for him. I know. Okay. Last chapter. Last one. Um, Hypaxia begins the ritual. Rune talks today. And Bryce and Hunt return home and are feeling it. Yes. What a chapter. Day knows who Rune is. Oh my gosh. So unfair. Gosh. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, if I was ever in that situation where it's like, I mean, it's literally like the Cinderella story where it's yeah. like, you know, she knows who he is, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know who she is. Oh. I'm like, just tell him. No. Just tell him. I love, I love the surprise, but I'm like, when are you gonna tell him? Like, oh my god, I hate surprises. You can't do it over the bridge. Like, I feel like it has to be in person. If like yeah. she's in Lunathia, like she has to come meet him. Yeah, you can't do it over the bridge. Like, no, no. Um. Okay. So Hypaxia and Ethan, they're outside the party, and it looks like it's time for necromancing. Mm-hmm. Um. So she's drawing like this six pointed star, and it's like the symbol of balance. And whatever she's about to do, she says Ethan needs to stay on this side of the candles. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> You're like, I will not. No, I will not disobey Hypaxia. In <laughs> not when the dead are involved. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, so then Rune is in his mind, and he's talking with Day, mm-hmm. and he's like apologizing for all of this. Yep. And she almost like doesn't accept the apology. She just goes, "I was there. I saw you." And but then she says like, "I saw the threat too, and I stayed away." So 
obviously she's smart and has right. the wherewithal to like not put herself in that situation. She right. probably saw the hind and the harpy and like bounced. Yes. But she still saw Rune. Yes. Still knows that night is Rune. Yes. Ah. Yeah. And like she knows, you know, who Bryce is and that like he's engaged to Ipaxia. Um, which like obviously requires explanation. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, tells her it's basically a name only and he doesn't even know if he's going to marry Hypaxia. Mm-hmm. Um, but all he wanted to do was meet her so that he could kiss her. Aww, and he yeah. kisses Day on the bridge. Ooh. It was good. It was a good it little was good. scene. Mm-hmm. It was good. But something that I thought was interesting is like he has no idea who she is. Right. But even he has an idea of who he doesn't want her to be. Like, he mentions, like, when the harpy came out of the shadows and I thought she was you, I panicked for a moment. And she says, that would have been awful for you to have me be someone you hate so much. And he says, it would take some adjustment. And she goes, so you, you do have a notion of what you expect me to be like. And he says, I don't. I just don't want you to be her. Which, like, clearly he has an expectation then. Right. Of course but he does. So, Everyone would, would have an expectation. Right. But it has me wondering, who is Day? Mm-hmm. And will they ultimately line up for him? Yes, yeah. he he seems even though he won't admit it, he seems to have an idea of right who she doesn't or who he doesn't want her to be. Right. What if mm-hmm. she ends up being someone he doesn't want her to be? Right. Well, and it, my my other thought was like, what if this person saw him and was like, oh my god, that's Rune. Oh, the he reverse. Would, he would. Well, no, not even that. Like she wouldn't like Rune, but it's just like I think of like Rune's a prince. Yeah, he's gorgeous. Like all these mm. things. We women are not always the most confident in ourselves. Ooh. What if she saw him and was like, he would never want me. And so oh. it's like, I don't, I don't want to reveal myself to him like in person. Like I maybe wonder. I'm not like happy with my body or like I'm too short. I'm too tall. Well, whatever it is. Yeah. Like maybe she doesn't want him to know her to, who mm. it is. Like she saw him out there and she's like, heck no. Rune wouldn't want me. That's an interesting perspective. You know, I don't know. Hmm. She, oh. she says one line that I love. She says, you remind me that I'm alive. You remind me that goodness can exist in the world. Oh, stop. I know. But then like their kiss is interrupted because like whoever that guy is that is sleeping with day, yeah. like he yanks her back into reality. It's so sad. I know. I was like, no day. Oh, so I hate it. I know. But at least we get sexy time with oh. Hunt and Bryce. Oh, my God. Good, good, sexy time. Yeah. We pivot to the apartment Mm -hmm. and they're home from the party and they are drunk AF. Yes. And they just have incredible sex. Like, that's literally my only note. Like, I just like jaw was on the floor Mm -hmm. for this. This was the perfect drunk and sexy time. It really was. Just. I thought it was so sweet, though. He tells her like. She's like, I never want to go out and like have to get dressed up like this again, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I actually enjoyed it. Like, yeah. I loved getting to go out and be seen with you, oh. which I was like, oh, because like Sandriel never want or Shahar never wanted to yeah. like be seen with him because he was always like the general and it's like they couldn't yeah. be equals. And it's like Bryce wants him to be an equal. And I just I thought it was so sweet. It literally was the sweetest. Yes. Um, but then sexy time is delightful. And it's a little kinky this time. He like ties her up. I, I was know. like, okay. Yes. This is what happens when you get a little drunk. <laughs> you. Um, but then 
you know, lo and behold, we sex teleport again. Again. And she just goes, oops. Like, Bryce, you cannot keep doing this. No. And they land on the roof of the apartment building. So funny. I know. So awkward. Yes. Do they make it to their back to the apartment without being seen? That is a great question. These are the questions. Also, to be so chill and confident that you're like, oh, I'm naked on my roof. I got (laughs) to walk back to my apartment. Like, what? What a life. What a life. (laughs) What a life. Like you got, you do what you got to do, but I'm also like, mm-hmm. y'all are making a habit out of this. Yes. And we need to rein it on in. Yes. But, oh, well. Alas. Alas. Okay. That's the end of this week. Yeah. Next week we're doing chapters 62 through 65. Yeah. What'd you guys think? Let us know. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at, at @fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.